the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We are rolling into hour two on this rainy Tuesday in San Diego. I met some uh, people today that were in town and they were like, what's this? I met somebody from Ireland today, Somebody, some people from Australia. They were like, man, this isn't what we thought San Diego was supposed to be like. And it's like, well, you probably bought the bad weather with you. Skedaddle back to Australia. Anyway, just teasing. Uh, we love everybody. And uh, glad to have y'all with me tonight. I was just reading some emails uh, that I got uh, during the show tonight and last night. And I'll read some of those for you guys. Um, but now it's time to turn our attention on this Tuesday, like we do every Tuesday at this hour at uh, this time. And that's to bring in our good friend Gary Quackenbush for his his on Tuesdays. He lightens the mood a little bit with what's going on out there with his quack in the whack, telling you some wacky laws happening around the world. And then we get into some news you can use. Hello, my dear friend. Hello, Andrea. How are you tonight? Well, I'm good. I'm glad to have you back live. It was oh, yeah. not without, it, it didn't go unnoticed that we had to play a, a, a previous segment with you last week because you decided oh. to go and do something else. You made somebody else a priority over me in the show. Yeah. I mean, what's up with that, Gary Quackenbush? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? What are you doing you know, thinking Andrea, you have a life? You are so patient with me, and I appreciate that. Yeah, my wife well, and I had something that we'd set ahead, set up ahead of time. Like, oh, oh no, that comes up right. Anyway, we went, we went with some friends. So I thought, oh my gosh, we gotta, I gotta see if Andrea K is okay with me not being on the air. Mm-hmm. And I know you were probably so sad, but Noah said it would be okay. So well, said, well who does okay, Noah Gary, think he is? <laughs> <clears throat> he's kind of like my show producer and yours, which is like he control. He's He's our boss. Yeah, uh, we work for him, evidently. Uh, <laughs> uh, although the truth so. of the matter is, we wouldn't have shows if it wasn't for him. He's he's our grease, right? Oh. He's our grease that keeps the wheels oh, turning. Yeah. All is. right, so, so you many got times some I wack- start a show and I go, oh, yes, 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 absolutely. So these have to do with vices, not like vice on a workbench, but like vices. So this, okay. And these are great laws. I'm so glad that people probably spent millions of dollars putting these laws together to protect us people. Okay. Okay. So you need to know that in Wyoming, (laughs) there is a law prohibiting anybody to go uphill on a passenger tramway or use a ski slope or trail in the state of Wyoming while intoxicated or impaired for the use of illicit or controlled substances or other drugs. Okay. So that's long winded for, Wyoming, of all states, right? You can carry a gun, you can have weapons, but just don't be intoxicated while you're skiing. 
<laughs> no, it, but does okay. the law say while you're skiing, or does it? Or you can ski while you're hammered. You just can't get on a on a, a chairlift. Well, it says it, it. I mean, it goes on and on. It's like you cannot. It, no person shall move uphill on any passenger tramway or okay. use any ski slope or trail while such person's ability to do so is impaired by the consumption okay. of alcohol. So it's it's worded long-winded, which is very typical. But basically, if you're drunk or using drugs, you cannot use trails, slopes, or tramways in Washington, in Wyoming. Okay. Well, that's you know what that's actually uh, you know what I'm that's actually not wacky, and I happened upon today. I don't know if you heard about this. You're too busy. You wouldn't know that Gwyneth Paltrow is being sued because of a skiing accident she was in years ago. The oh, skiing no. accident. T- yeah, it took place at, 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 at Park City, one of the runs on Park City. I think it's a run I've been on many times. I've skied Park City many times. I'm sure you have, too. Wait, do you ski? Yes. I, well, snowboard. Yeah. You snowboard. Well, they don't do they do snowboarding. It's Park City. I don't think you're allowed to snowboard at Deer Valley is what I think it is. Correct. Not at Deer Valley right. and not at Alta. But the other one and not play. at Alta. OK, so um, so I, I, I got to tell you guys this quickly and and you're going to you're going to laugh about this quack because I'm wondering now if there was some some hooch or something else involved with with Miss Gwyneth and the ski accident. And I'm uh-huh. also wondering if the attorneys who were representing her and, and the uh, the. Um, plaintiff here might have been on something today. I mean, this was like, I happened upon the courtroom by accident. So anyway, so her defense attorney gets up there. He's worse than the defense attorney that gets fired and my cousin Vinny. You know, there's Vinny and then there was the other attorney that the the cousin hired that ended up getting Uh fired. This guy was worse than that. He starts telling this story about Gwyneth Paltrow and her family and her kids. And he he ends up describing some guy coming up behind her groaning <laughs> groaning the way it was, it was some of the worst lawyering i've ever seen in my life and i'm thinking girl you were married to the dude from Coldplay. You've been in a million movies being paid multi-millions of dollars, and you hired a guy worse than the attorney who got fired and my cousin Vinny. What were you thinking? And he starts talking about her getting taken out by the from the rear. It was so, so bad. It was so bad. I think they both had to have been impaired, these two. Her, because she's filed a countersuit against him. I'm wondering if both of them had a flask and both of them or both of them had done a little bit of the the I, I, the marijuana. I don't know what went on. But let me tell you, I laughed my hiney off at these attorneys oh today. So I'm thinking there's some merit to this Wyoming law. That's all I'm going to say. I can't wait to watch some of this court live tomorrow because I haven't seen anything this wacky since the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Okay. On top of the fact well, that Gwyneth Paltrow's roots had not been touched and I don't know when. If she's going, if she's going, we all know, I don't care how, how, how long your roots are, we know you're rich, girl. Okay. And you're being sued for three million. All right. Enough of that. Um, okay. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's enough to buy I mean, one do of the you, slopes. Do you oh, are, uh, uh, do you just do you ever watch like at night some of these trials and these cases, depositions, maybe just to laugh as an attorney at some of the bad lawyering that's out there? I get. Uh, I have a different. I, I mean, my attitude is I get so sick and tired of the lawsuits that are just so ridiculous, and 
the attorneys are making these huge, huge amounts of money, practicing trials, charging, you know, six, seven, eight hundred dollars an hour. It's just like it's yeah. obscene the amount of money that goes into these things. And it's just it's Hollywood. The whole and it's not even really representing and helping people. It's helping the attorneys. No. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. And this plaintiff really bad. I mean, it's gone yeah. bad. Yeah, I do think this guy is going after her for her money, but this attorney is not doing her any favors. Oh my gosh! In the so in the funny. defense of it. So um, anyway, enough about that. So what are we rapping about tonight? Uh, <clears throat> we got to get serious because you know what? In these economic yeah. trouble times right now, nobody wants to be. Gwyneth Paltrow <clears throat> can afford to defend herself, right? This is a doctor actually who's suing her, who he's not poor, which is why he can afford the plaintiff's attorney to sue her but these news you can use segments are meant to help people avoid uh, being thrown into a court unnecessarily particularly the time in which they're grieving so let's get serious and give some news you can use to help people i'm over my giggles now okay what you got for us tonight okay so mostly what i was talking about on my show today i thought was really important is we run into a lot of situations where there's blended families I mean, the mm. divorce rate in in California is like almost 70% on first marriages. So really? Most families are wow. blended. Yeah. It's almost 70% for first marriages, over 80% for third, second marriages, and third marriages is 90 plus percent get divorced. So the, the blended, the number of blended families in California is just really big. And I think it's a, it's a special type of estate plan when you deal with a blended family, because you're talking about the husband and the wife. They have their own children, and they may have children between them. And what happens is everything's a big, happy family, husband and wife, mm-hmm. you know, living together. They got her kids, his kids, and their kids, big, happy family. But when one of them dies, right, then the kid, the person who die, who's dies children are the ones that are going to get cheated if you're not careful with the right estate plan. And what by that I mean, like, let's say dad, you know, the, the husband is the one that dies, and he has a couple of children. Well, if he leaves all of his property in the estate with his wife, I'm not saying she's, you know, a bad person, but the likelihood of all of that money being spent and none of it going to husband's children is really high because husband's children after he dies are not related to to his wife anymore. Yet those are assets that he probably intended to pass on to his own children. So with the, with the blended family trust, we have to be really careful and really be mindful and have these really tough conversations like, okay, the bottom line is if you guys get, you know, if one of you dies, the likelihood of remarriage is really high. For the men, it's really, really high. For women, it's pretty high. But And so what are you going to do with the new spouse? Because I've seen over the years, I you know, somebody, person, a friend of mine or whatever, a client of mine will die. And then that spouse gets remarried. And then sure enough, you know, five years later, you know, I, I want to amend, I want to delete that trust. I, you can't. It, it's undeletable. It's unamendable. That was your wife's trust. I know she died five years ago, but you can't give all of your money to your new person. They say, well, but I want to. It's my property. And to me, that's a big problem. So you've got to be really careful with how you manage your money in blended family situations. Not that not that you're married to a blood-sucking, selfish person that as soon as you die, they're going to take all your money. It's just reality. You know, it's, it's your property. You've got to do the basic estate plan at least. And if you have a blended family, we've got to talk about maybe doing multiple trusts or reciprocal trusts. But you've got to really think about these things. And I'm, more and more and more people have estate plans. I just want people in blended families to be more careful 
and be yeah. a little more sophisticated in their estate planning. Well, yeah, because, you know, it's all fun and wonderful until it's not. Whether, you know, um, you know, and, and, and it's, a sp- I mean, we all remember Anna Nicole Smith, right? You know, I yeah. mean, how long did those sons have to go through probate? Because I think he pretty much left everything to her, which was astounding. And, you know, I've watched enough Dateline NBCs and 48-Hour Mysteries to know that a lot of times these men, divorced men, get wooed by these younger women for the purpose of getting at their assets. And they're master man- manipulators enough to where the men never see it coming. And who, and then next thing they know, you know, they've been fed, you know, uh, uh, shake laced with you know antifreeze and you know new wife's getting everything and we've we've even talked about that scenario and you know it's just important and it you know it and 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 let's be honest not all blended families are super happy the parents may be right but the kids aren't and then it, then then it's worse when mm-hmm. you know the biological children are, are of one of the parents are left out in the cold and it could also yeah. be that it, there are also scenarios where the mom's the breadwinner and she remarries and her children are left out in the cold. That's, a, you know, but we tend to think of men as being the primary breadwinner and, you know, it's the men's, you know, children left out in the cold. It can, it can absolutely be the reverse. And oh, so, yeah. yeah. And so uh, especially blended families, it's just it's tricky. People, it, it's it, it, it's it's difficult enough and for couples coming together and getting married who don't have children to mm-hmm. be talking about these conversations and having these conversations and staying up on their estate plans when they have their own biological children. But man, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a dicey situation to have these conversations uh, when you're a blended and, family, and that's but why you've got to have it. You have to have that conversation. And, and too many people are going like, Oh, I can go online and get it done for cheap. Yeah, let's just go do a trust ourselves. Let's go online. And when you, and with so many blended families, that is the craziest thing ever to go online and do it yourself, do a DIY thing when you have a blended or complicated family. It just doesn't make sense because all you're doing is making it so that when you die, there's just going to be chaos and there's going to be a fight over things. We talked about, you know, this. Yeah, it just, it's going to be a waste of money. And believe me, attorneys, I'm an attorney, but I don't respect my profession that much because a lot of attorneys are literally, they're just looking for the bottom line. They're looking for money. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you believe me, Pete, there are attorneys out there that go, I'm going to do inheritance litigation because the only reason you do inheritance litigation because there's money to fight over. There's money to go after and I'm yeah. going to get part of it. And it's really, really a huge big money maker for attorneys. So you've got to get it right or else you're going to end up having problems and lose a lot of your estate potentially to attorney's fees, which is silly. It's supposed to go to your kids, it's supposed to go to your family. So be right. careful with your estate planning, especially blended families. Let's talk about it. Let's have that conversation. Go to somebody who really knows what they're doing. Don't try it yourself or go to some discount house. Yeah, I read something the other day because I'm always, this is an issue that I'm always mm-hmm. paying attention to. And I follow this guy. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Gary Quackenbush from GQ Law. Uh, you can listen to him every day, by the way, at 2 p.m. here. I follow this gal on Instagram, and her account is called Hope Heals. And she and her husband were a young, gorgeous couple out of Alabama. And when they had a three-month-old baby or four-month-old, she suffered a brain hemorrhage, something called an AVM that that kills most people. She lived, and she she and her husband are just incredibly inspirational to me. And... um 
at the beginning of Lent, she uh, posted a picture of her will. And, um, and, I, and here's what she wrote, and it just inspired me. She said, Lent's most powerful symbol may be an ashen cross, but inadvertently signing our wills today really drove the point all the way home. Through these days, I feel more and more human. That is to say, more and more like dust. My beaten up body reminds me just how fallible and finite I am. And my fragile spirit, still so vulnerable to fear and despair and pride, reminds me just how not God I am. And these reminders, these uh, hashtag Mehmet Morai, are a gift given by the darkness that draws me towards dependence rather than dread. I've gazed death so closely that I can still feel it on my fingertips. That experience left me with no other choice but to cling to the hope of a reality deeper than this one. The dust of my life may not have been beautiful, but it has been fertile and willing soil for God to grow. Humility and greatness, gratitude and faithfulness. Um, may your journey from dust to dust look less like an ash heap and more like a plot of dirt where divine love can grow good things. And the reason why this inspired me so much is wow. it, 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 isn't it beautiful? Oh, and in her, fantastic. It, it's fantastic. And in her gratitude and her glorifying God in her humanity, she is reminding people that we're just here for a short time. And as she's reminded of that, she's doing the right thing for her family. And taking care, they've got two kids now. And and that was the underlying message here, that we're here just for a short time. And you want to do good while you're here and glorify God while you're here. And then you want to you want to leave things in good place for those you leave behind. That's my takeaway yeah. here. I loved it. I love it. No, that's that's beautiful. That's that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. That's fantastic. Well, thank you. Andrea, All right, so, you're a good person. I, you, well, the stuff you do to tell people to keep them on the right track and help help people refocus in times that we're in right now. I just I'm proud to be with you on the show. You you do a great job for people. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, and that's why I wanted you on the show because you do as well. And we want to not just give opinions here. We want to give news people can use something that can maybe inspire them and, and actual things that they can do for their lives to make things better for themselves or protect themselves and their family. Tell everybody how they yes. can get a hold of you. 855-500-TRUST or go to my website, gqlaw.com. All right. Thank you, my dear. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye, Andrew. Now you, Bye, honey. Now, you guys, we'll see you just after this short break. We got a feel-good story of the day. And believe it or not, it includes Hillary and Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm hoping this is going to get a giggle out of my man's skins because I didn't even send him this article. I just had such the giggles about this all day today. And on a rainy day like today and the indictment watch of a former president to be persecuted, don't we need a good laugh, skins? Yeah, not a whole lot of comedy out there at the moment. That's for sure. <laughs> well, and the left has destroyed comedy, right? So we got to find our laughs and we can get it. Have you ever seen the movie Some Like It Hot? No, I've heard of it. I know the theme of it. Never seen it. I've never seen it either. Well, apparently, according to page six, some like it steaming hot. But um, 
All right. Evidently, supposedly, there's a serial pooper who's been stalking the halls of the Schubert Theater. And the last time the serial pooper appeared in the aisles, it was near Hillary and Chelsea Clinton at the Some Like It Hot performance. So here's supposedly what happens. Uh, the lights come up after Act One. And well, let me read here because we want to make sure that I get that I get the story right. I want to make sure I quote this accurately. We do. We're professionals here on the Andrea K. Show. Quote, last week, when Hillary and Chelsea Clinton were in the audience as a source, the lights came up for intermission and there were two human turds in the aisle near the famous political duo. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Hillary and Chelsea did not respond to request for comment when they were photographed holding up the playbills and giving thumbs up. I'm giggling so hard. Gator has come into the room to check on me. <laughs> I'm okay, baby. Mama's okay. <laughs> Um, now, according to the Schubert Theater, it was an elderly person, and it's rather sad. How do they know it's an elderly person? Because then they went on to say it could be somebody who smuggled it in and just dropped it there. Here's what I want. I want an investigation, Skins. Had, if this was an elderly person, it's right next to Hillary. I want a DNA test done. I, I, who's to say it wasn't Hillary? It's close to intermission. You know, we don't know what's been under the moo she's been wearing. Wearing right, we know she couldn't. You know, she she had to be help member when she was walking to the van, and they had to hold her and prop her up to get her into the van. How do we know that the depends wasn't working? And she, I mean, seriously, how how do we know they're not blaming this on some on a serial pooper? They've got a, who believes there's a serial pooper roaming around the Schubert? Okay. We got we we have homeless people all over California now, and I'm sure in New York as well. You know, just dropping it wherever they feel like it, dropping it like it's hot. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. Um, but is this not hysterical? Seriously, skins. How do we not know it was Hillary? I don't even know what to put in my notes for this segment. I just want to point that out. <laughs> you put it. You put in your notes. Um, Hillary Clinton suspected of dropping it, dropping a hot one. <laughs> oh my at the, lord! At the Schubert. Look, if they can, if they can, you know, be looking at indicting my man Trump, and part of the reason why they want to indict him is they not they don't just want the perp walk, but they want it on this story. You pulled a clip from Van Jones, and I don't even want. I don't even. I'm not sure now. I'm in such a good mood over this story. I'm not sure I want to play that. Van Jones wants him to hold off and invite and indict Trump on in New York after the Georgia thing. The reason why they wanted to be in New York is and by the way, this is that that shows that it's coordinated, right? That this isn't just like, you know, others have tried to make it seem like some low level DA out of control. This is a coordinated deep state, you know, operation going on here is they want it to be this one because they. Andrea, if you can hear me, you cut out. There? Okay. 
um, the, the left, the poltergeist from the left is in my system here, and they don't want me to. They don't want me to talk. Hillary to you. doesn't like what you're saying about The reason what's her. going on here, they want it to be. They want the perp walk to involve Stormy Daniels. Don't you think that's clear, Skins? I want the perp walk to involve Hillary Clinton be investigated for Turdgate. All right. Uh, we're going to take a little break. We come back. We're going to get serious because Skins has found an important story to share with you guys and your parents out there. Here's just another reason why Americans, we need to be banning TikTok and Americans need to stay off of it. Stay tuned for that story on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Got to get serious now. Skins found a story that's really disturbing that I wanted to share with you guys it has to do with TikTok. First of all, in general, I, you know, I'm not a parent. I try not to tell people how to parent, but certainly if I had a kid, they would not have, if they had a phone at all, it would only have the ability to communicate with me, to call me if they needed to be picked up or had an emergency. They would not have unfettered, unsupervised access to the internet, and they would not have any social media account, period. And when it was time for to go to bed, it, well, and they wouldn't, it, like I said, they wouldn't have, it, you know, I know a lot of schools um, require devices maybe for different things, but that would be all that they would be able to, to do. And they would have to be with me. They would not have access. I don't, I'm not, I don't think that any schools require a kid to have access to a social media account, let alone one from the Chinese Communist Party that is in it, its purpose is to steal our data. It's, its entire overall purpose is to hurt us as Americans, whether it's through stealing our data or whether it's through corrupting the minds of young Americans and destroying them. Case in point, there's an article out today that it only takes 10 minutes after creating an account on uh, TikTok uh, for the algorithm to begin pushing suicide videos to 13-year-old children. That's how advanced it is. And so they, you, you think about this. It makes sense, doesn't it? They're our enemy. They've created an app that they're marketing to Americans. You think they're marketing to Americans to, to push something good on the American people? No, it's to destroy our culture, to destroy it from within. It's part of the cultural Marxist movement, right? This is how you destroy a nation from within, right? It's, it, it, you know, uh, and this is something the Republican Party, we need to get better at. Our elected officials, they don't want to talk about the cultural stuff, but this is how you destroy a nation. What happened was researchers set up nine different TikTok accounts and they listed their age as 13, which is the youngest age uh, that users can join, although I see parents signing up their kids all day long on, on TikTok because TikTok, for some reason, TikTok videos show up in my Instagram feed, um, it, which I guess is maybe Instagram people reposting TikTok videos, but I don't have a TikTok account. I don't even know how it works. Um, then what they do is they mimic those who refer to themselves as incels or involuntary celibates. Um, which is an online community of young men who form a bond around their lack of sexual s success with women. So you take 13-year-old, 14-year-old boys, which, and you might think, boy, are boys really at that age thinking about not having success with women sexually, girls sexually? Yeah, 
in this age of America where we're sexualizing children and pushing and children are exposed to porn and everything else at young ages, you bet by the time they're in their, their teens, 13 and 14, they're already, you know, associating themselves with Yeah, it this. seems to be younger and younger. Absolutely. And so as soon as somebody identifies with that, minutes later, the researchers found that after viewing just 10 videos having to do with incel related topics, TikTok accounts, quote, for you pages, I don't even know what that means, were all filled with similar content. And one test account was shown a video that featured a clip of Jake Gyllenhaal, whose films, um, I don't, uh, I don't watch Jake Gyllenhaal movies, but I guess his movies are popular with the incel community. And in one of the movies, one of the videos, the actor is seen with a rifle in his mouth saying, shoot me, shoot me in the blanking face. Um, so they're pushing violence and suicide on children on this app. Parents, please reconsider this app for your child. Additionally, um, so then people comment on these videos and the majority of the commenters were in support of the suggested suicide. So they're all going, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. And I don't know if these commenters are real accounts or if they're bot accounts set up by TikTok. Um, a lot of the commenters talked about being lonely, many saying they, quote, felt dead inside. Uh, one commentator um, even suggested his own suicide within the next four hours. They've since deleted the Jake Gyllenhaal clip, which had gotten over 440,000 likes and over 2 million views and more than 11,000 shares. So um, a co-author of this research told Vice News that 10 minutes and a few clicks on TikTok is all that is needed to fall into the rabbit hole of some of the darkest and most harmful content online. The algorithm, um, he says, forces you into a spiral of depression, hopelessness, and self-harm. And it's terrible, quote, it's terribly difficult to get out of that spiral once the algorithm thinks it knows what you want to see. It's extremely alarming to see how easy it is for children to fall into the spiral. And are we not seeing skins more increased reports of suicide among children? We can think that it was just related to COVID as we locked kids into their home. But that, that's also definitely tied together. You're right. I think it's tied together. You lock kids into their home at one of the worst, most difficult time in a kid's life, which is when they're struggling with their hormones and puberty and peer pressure and societal pressures. And, you know, they're depressed enough and it's it's a difficult time enough. And then you put this and, and, and they know this. China knows this. They know what's going on in our culture over here. Um, no, no, so and, I, I mean, and I even know parents, Andrea, that are they help their kids sign up for TikTok and use it. Yeah. And it's just like you got to pay attention. Yeah, you cannot allow these devices and social media to be a babysitter for your kids. And I, I get it. I'm one of these people that I relate to these memes that say stuff like, you know, I come home at the end of a long day of work and, you know, I, I struggle to put a diet dinner in the microwave and there's women that come home and at the end of the day, and it's like, they got a kid there they got to take care of. You had two twins, you know, that you that you raised. I mean, I get it. I sympathize with it. I, I watched family members of mine raising kids and thought, how do you do this? Well, and so, the bottom line is, if you do give them technology, Andrea, you got to make sure as the parent, and I know this, I'm not just speaking to speak because I, I did it. You know, you make sure that you are completely aware of what they're looking at, at and held accountable for what they're viewing and searching for. 
Right. I mean, my sister was so exhausted with my youngest niece, Kel- Kelsey, who we nicknamed Kelsh Jean. Long story. So anyway, Kelsh just about drove her crazy. She can't. We, I nicknamed her the screamer. She came out of the room screaming, like demanding, just, you know, like I took her to see Home Alone. And I know it was probably too old for her at the time. She was three, but she drank all my soda. And then she, in the middle of the movie, she's like, somebody give me something to drink. Give me something to drink. I mean, she was so high maintenance. Oh, my gosh. So sister sat her in front of Disney movies. And that was her babysitter. And her favorite was Dalmatians. And it got to the point to where I want to watch Dalmatians is the only thing she wanted to watch. And we, we finally had to hide the, D, the, the DVD of it. So, I mean, I, I, I know what I've seen tired parents and needing something to babysit their kids at the end of a day, but have it be a Disney movie, even if, even if it ends up where you wanting to stab yourself in the eyeball with a pen because you can't watch Dalmatians another minute. At least it's, it's innocent content, right? Don't sit you your kids no down. You have no idea what, what they're viewing when they're on TikTok. No. And you know what? And it's not. And, and let me tell you, it's harmful. Not even just younger kids. I forgot to mention this story recently to where University of Massachusetts, of Massachusetts had to warn its students about a drinking trend on TikTok. And in one night, 28 ambulances had to be called to off-campus parties in the area. They were doing something called a blackout rage gallon. Now, I, I, when I actually read this a couple of years ago, I was kind of shocked because, I mean, LSU, they've had to shut down a lot of stuff at sororities and fraternities since I was there because when I was there, it was crazy. And, but it was nothing like this. People, kids walking around with a gallon of alcohol, like at punch made with Everclear. I mean, we had, we had, you know, pink punch pomp parties and, but we drank the Everclear punch in a little like shot red red solo cup that was like shot size a gallon this is insane but it was a tiktok challenge well who came up with that the chinese communist party i know we'll just we'll just come up with some craze that kills off college students in america right i mean this is what's going on there's also um there was also a choking challenge and a 12 year old in the uk died doing this choking challenge so um, there was, um, ch- oh, oh, and remember uh, the children cooking chicken in NyQuil that was killing people? Keep your kids off of TikTok because China is using it to literally kill kids. That's what's going on. And warn your kids, if, they, if you've got a college kid, warn them to get off of it as well. A, a blackout rage gallon. That's just, that's just crazy. It's just really sad. All right, we're going to take a break. Last break of the show. Hmm, what are we going to talk about when we come in next? I think I'm going to read some emails from you guys. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Final segment tonight on Taco Tuesday. Skins has an article he wants to share with you guys. What'd you find, my man? Yeah, it's just something that makes you think. You and I always talk off the air when you hear stories about individuals, unfortunately, passing away, like the guy that was 56 years old I'm going to talk about right now. You just wonder. I mean, this guy was a just a, a gifted actor. He was in the Star Wars franchise, the Harry Potter franchise. His name is Paul Grant, and he collapsed at a train station. At the age of 56, he was an English actor and a stuntman. He played one of the Ewoks that was in uh, 
the Star Wars movies, Star Wars Return of the Jedi, and he was also in the Harry Potter franchise, one of the little goblin creatures. Just did a lot of gifted work. Uh, unfortunately, he also had a daughter, and now she has to grow up without a dad at 56 mm. years old, and he was, you know, there's no word yet on why he passed away at 56 years old. He just collapsed. Yeah. Um, there was another actor, African-American, who just passed away. Same thing. Uh, just turned 60. Incredible shape. Who just dropped dead. He um, he had been, I think, I don't remember what he had been in. Because uh, some of those Marvel movies, some of the movies you like. Okay, I'll just put it that way. I don't remember the name. So, yeah. Um, it's it, it, Somebody posted today. On uh, one of the, I think it was David Harris Jr. posted a meme of a three-year-old who was just sitting there watching TV and just fell over from cardiac arrest. This is not normal. Okay. Do people die suddenly of cardiacs, you know, in their 50s historically in this country? Yeah. But what we're seeing across the board, just people with no history of cardiac issues just suddenly dropping dead. Um, this is not to be normalized in this country. And and we're hearing more and more of these, Andrea, almost on just an exponential pace. Right. And we don't have a government that cared enough to pre the reason why everybody's questioning this is that we can connect the dots, right? It's circumstantial evidence. We can see that all of a sudden, um, we have a shot pushed out on us quickly, uh, not, not, and by the way, it's not FDA approved. People, it was put out. Uh, the FDA approved putting it out under the emergency use authorization, pretending that there were no other treatments available. And almost immediately, the it, it not only has not worked; it's not a vaccine because a vaccine means you can't transmit it or get it right, and that's not the case here. We immediately started seeing that there was there was adverse reactions. It was being reported across uh, across the country. Uh, we know that people were dying from it. We know that that embalmers are talking about the weird. Um, circuitry that's coming out uh, of dead bodies. We know the myocarditis that results. They're not even denying that anymore. Uh, I, 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 you know, somebody said the other day it was at one of the original Pussycat Dolls. She talked about her documented reaction to mRNA, and she's like, they pulled an eye drop because it killed one person, and yet by their own numbers, what forty thousand people have died. It's outrageous what's going on here, and there's no denying that people are dying from these shots, but the government's not going to look into it. No, they want to continue to lie to you and so that you'll continue to put your arm out every year. Yeah, and now I'm reading he's got, um, he actually had two daughters and one son, three children, as well as stepchildren and grandchildren. I mean, this is, I mean, gosh, I just can't, they have to grow up without him. And we don't know for sure. You know, I actually had an uncle, Uncle Lester, who we called Uncle Fester, Anyway, don't ask ask me why we have the names that we have for my family members. But anyway, Uncle Fester actually died <laughs> eating breakfast at a jack-in-the-box. Had a heart attack and died right in the middle of the jack-in-the-box, okay? He was 52 at the time. I thought that was so old. You know when you're like, how old was I at the time? 14, 15? 52 seems so old, doesn't it? He might have been 54, right? Um, but anyway, so that can happen. But, I mean, that he was the only person in my entire life that I ever heard of who dropped dead and died of a heart attack like that. Now it's every day, all day. It's been an 800% increase in young male athletes who are dropping dead. Oh, and that's the scary part, pa- Andrea. These aren't old individuals that are getting these no. heart attacks. No. 
I mean, this gentleman, the actor, was 56. But, you know, we've got reports practically every day or weekly of high school players, uh, young soccer players, um, football players, retired and retired football players, 36 year old, former NFL, you know, died in his sleep. Um, Okay, right. So they're just there should be and this is one of the things that I want Trump to do is stop being so focused on wanting to claim that his administration was perfect and he was right about everything. I want him to come out and say, I worked and did my job as a president, trusting the Fauci's, trusting the CDC and the NIH and the NIAID that they would do right by the American people and give the American people what they were hoping for, which was a shot to prevent getting it and giving it. And I was misled. You know, Andrew, and and if, call- he, if he's thinking for two seconds, it makes him look weak. Weak. It actually does the opposite. It makes him it's look the accountable opposite. and strong. Strong people can admit their mistakes. Strong people can look back and do an autopsy of their work and say, here's what I did well. Here's my area of opportunity. If you can't do that and learn, you're not going to ever do any better. And it may be that internally he understands and he's acknowledging it. He has taken out pushing the shots in his speeches. I just want him to go another step and actually call for a moratorium on these shots because, quite frankly, they're killing people. There's, They are not. Fauci is a flat-out liar. They are not stopping anybody from getting it. And they're not. And, and then they had to shift it and say, oh, so good that I got that shot. Otherwise, I might have gotten really sick. It's a lie. The people that I know who are the sickest from COVID are the ones that got the shots. That's the reality. And they need to stop lying to the American people. All right. So tomorrow we got our Wednesday show. Wednesday is hump day. We got the financial thought doctor who will be here. We have not forgotten about the banking crisis that we've got in the economic crisis. Um, El Hoff will be here and we will will be discussing that the latest moves by Yellen we're going to keep our eye on indictment watch and anything that you want us to talk about call our 24 hour number it's 844-814-5227 email me at andreakshow.com and tune in every night 6 to 8 p.m. right here on The Answer San Diego don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your podcast peace out love you all stay safe Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.